Hey YouTubers, welcome to another advanced lesson in Millennial Money. I'm your host, Alexandra Gonzalez. Have you ever wondered if you're actually a genius? Well today, Robert Kiyosaki covers the four different types of intelligence. And you can find out which one you're most dominant in and use it towards your advantage. We also dive in how labels throughout our education can actually really affect us and hinder our success. Stay to the end because Robert reveals his true feelings towards the school system. So I know you guys will really enjoy this uncut interview with Robert Kiyosaki. Today we're here to find out if you are stupid or if you are actually a genius. <laughs> and so I love this topic because I think this is exactly what YouTube does for us and it's another platform um, to teach education as opposed to our teachers. <laughs> so let me ask you this. Um, we're talking about at the break. Mm -hmm. And your mom, tell us a story about your mom going through your, your records uh, from school. So my mom, not so long ago, was going through my books at school and she realized that I got multiple notes home saying I was ADD, ADHD, um, needed to be put into another class, had dyslexia. And so um, she was working a lot, so she didn't realize at the time. And going back, reading my journal, she realized, oh my gosh, she thought she failed me. But in reality, it's just a lesson of how these teachers label us to be something that makes us feel less than and insecure about ourselves. Stupid. Exactly. Say it. Say it. Yeah. Stupid. <laughs> Stupid. I mean, it makes us feel like we're idiots and it defines our future. And thank God they didn't realize because it would have made me feel less than and I would have ended up in a less than job. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So let me say this before I begin, because we're talking about going to school or education, whatever that is to you. And education is more important than ever before. But the problem I have with school, traditional education, number one today is, is creating young people like you to be greatly in debt, right, with pension. I mean, not pension, but subprime. Student loans. Subprime student loans. Yeah. <clears throat> you got a subprime education. So education is more important than before, but what do they teach you about money? Nothing. Nothing. So my point here is this, education is important but the thing I don't like about labeling a child or a student ADD, okay? ADD is another word for extreme boredom. Do you know, why don't they just call it what it is? A child doesn't have ADD. The teacher is boring. They're boring, boring, boring people. Why would I listen to them? So I had ADD, but I call it acute boredom. Then they say you have dyslexia. Well, what the heck is that? I had dyslexia because I was sound asleep. I was always drooling. You know. I, mean, I couldn't believe how boring the teacher was. Yeah. On top of that, they were teaching me a subject I wasn't interested in. You know, when I had calculus and trigonometry, I kept going, when am I going to use this stuff? You know? So anyway, this is my point of view. Education is the only business that blames the customer for the teacher's incompetence. Mm -hmm. Let me say it again. Education is the only business where you're allowed to blame the customer for the teacher's incompetence. You see, in business, I can't do that. Mm -hmm. You know, if my students are failing or my customers are failing, then I'm responsible for it. Mm -hmm. But who, how in the world can these teachers get away with blaming their customers for the teachers and education systems incompetence? And let me say this one more time. Education is more important before but what the heck are you learning? That you're stupid. 
I was called stupid so many times. I almost went nuts. I flunked out of high school twice <clears throat> when I was 15 and 17 because I can't write. And today, I've sold more books than most teachers ever will. It's in the millions of books. So who was stupid? You know, that's the whole point here is this. Mm -hmm. Any comments there? No, and I, and I agree with you, Robert, because like you said, ADD, it just, it's really just another word for the person's bored. And Acute boredom. Yeah, and my dad told me, he's like, okay, ADD, that means maybe you get distracted to try and do multiple things, so you're a multitasker and you can, you know, handle several projects at once. It's a good thing. And here it's like I go from working on YouTube to Instagram to, I don't know, helping out in the studio. So it's really just, uh, just finding what to do with your attention. But it's not that you are incompetent. And it's the teacher's job, too, to be able to, to, be able to show you and guide you through this process oh. and work with your personality. We're not all the same. And so I think that's the problem with the school system is that they teach us as if we were all, we, as if we all had the same brain. And we don't. We don't. Well, <clears throat> again, the teachers blame the, the customer. Mm -hmm. You can't do that in the real world. Yeah. You have to make changes. So I, I say this because education needs to change because you're killing a lot of kids. You're killing kids like me. So the way, sorry, Rich Dad, Poor Dad is this. Very simply, my poor dad was one of those boring teachers. He's a very good man, very smart guy. But he was... He was really good in subjects we don't ever need to learn. <laughs> you know, I haven't used I haven't used third year calculus yet. <laughs> you know, and like I said, I flunked out of English because I can't write. Yet I still keep writing, and I sell more books than the most teachers. But anyway, the the point here is this: we're not stupid. Our teachers are teaching us; they're incompetent. Mm -hmm. So my my poor dad, a school teacher, PhD was a great man but horrible teacher. Whereas my rich dad was a great teacher. And the way my rich dad taught me very simply was playing Monopoly. Yeah. And the reason games are the best teachers of all because a game will hold my attention. So I'm playing Monopoly there. You know, I'm, I'm going this way and this way. I'm bringing stuff down and all this. I'm having fun. So games are better teachers than teachers because games engage the entire student, which was me. So I played Monopoly in, with my rich dad until I was in my 30s. And today, I play Monopoly in real life. But I'm still a flunk out from school because I can't write. Imagine that. So let me explain why games are the best teachers. Okay, mm -hmm. we can look here. I've never, bear with me. Okay? <laughs> so here we have, let's call it the student. And this is a tetrahedron. Okay. Okay. So the student, you and me, all of us, we have mental. So we all have mental intelligence, mm -hmm. you know. And mental intelligence is knowing right from wrong, good from bad, up and down. We also have physical intelligence. And great athletes, you know, they're more physically intelligent than guys like me. Yeah. And then you have emotional intelligence. And emotional intelligence is fear, sadness, joy, okay? And you've got to control this. Many people, when it comes to money, this is the biggest fact. This is the most important intelligence because most people go to school and they're taught not to make mistakes. Yeah. If you make a mistake, you're stupid. So they don't do anything. 
You know, if you're afraid of making mistakes, that means you're emotionally constipated. You need an enema, you know? Because you went to school and said, don't make mistakes. And then the last one is spiritual intelligence. So let me explain spiritual intelligence. Mental intelligence puts things in a minimum of two. Good, bad, right, wrong, up and down. Spiritual intelligence is one. We're all united. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you and I are human beings, so we, I unite to you. When I communicate with you, I unite with you. Mm -hmm. But if it's mental, I say, oh, you know, Alex is smart, Alex is stupid. I'm now dividing us. Mm -hmm. And that's what our schools are doing. So the reason games are the best teachers, at least Monopoly was for me, mm -hmm. and our board game Cash Flow, the reason I created Cash Flow is a game will engage me mentally, I'm interested. It gets me emotionally. <laughs> Nobody likes to lose, you know. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and then physically, I have to do something. I, have to, I like the board game better than the electronic game because I have to do the math. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. When you do the math, you're actually getting smarter. And then it's spiritually, it's you want, I want to make sure you win and I can, I don't have to take you out no. to win cash flow. Mm -mm. Do you know what I mean? I don't have to. I don't have to make you the loser, mm -hmm. but that's what schools do. They have to have one person smart, one person st stupid, one winner, one loser. So when I'm teaching you either real estate or business and all this, I don't want you to lose. I want you to win. Mm -hmm. So once again, the games are the better teachers, like the game of Monopoly, simply because it involves you, your physical intelligence, and the more you do your numbers on the cash flow game, the smarter you get. Mm -hmm. Emotionally, because nobody likes to lose. This is really surprising. A lot of people lose because they got too happy. Do you know what I mean? Too like excited. With, yeah, with, no, what happened? Oh, I'm rich. Mm -hmm. Then I get egotistical and arrogant, you know? I get cocky and I'm smarter, I'm richer. Then you lose. Mm -hmm. And you also lose if you've been told, well, I'm stupid and I failed and all this stuff. You also lose. So that's why games are the best teachers because you, you go up and down emotionally as you're playing the game. But spiritually is we get together to help each other out. Yeah. We're one. Yeah. And that's what I love about playing, at least in my family, we also play the cash flow board game. And we can see who, who has higher emotional intelligence, who's better in certain areas, who's better with the numbers, who's better with finding the property. And so I think that's what's really exciting too is because by playing the game, you can find who's the right person on your team, who's too greedy to. So yeah. I, think that it, I think it helps you connect with um, your team members and see who's, who can be on your team to be successful with you. Right. Mm -hmm. And what, what I always say, you know, games reflect your behavior. Yeah. Okay? And you see the person's mental and emotional behavior, their mental behavior, their spiritual behavior, their, you know, why should I help you? Mm -hmm. You know, if you, I help you, you're gonna win. Yeah. Well, that's where most people come out of school. They're greedy little bastards. Mm -hmm. You know, I have to be the A student, you have to be the F student. Mm -hmm. So many people come, most people have a genius. Mine, mine wasn't found in school. <laughs> mine was found in Monopoly. Mm -hmm. But anyway, we all have a genius, but it's not always measured in school. Mm -hmm. You know, look at Tiger Woods, he's a smart guy, but his genius is on the golf course. Yeah. I'm an idiot on the golf course. <laughs> but I'm pretty smart in the game of real estate, real estate. And, and investing and entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. So that's why the trouble with, the reason games are the best teachers, because <clears throat> it in, engages all games, especially the cash flow game, 
and engages your four intelligences. And we're allowed to, we don't give each other the answer. I just support you in winning. Hey, Alex, have you tried this? Have you tried that? And that's what my rich dad did for me. You know, he just kept saying, have you tried this? Have you tried that? He didn't say, do this or do that. Have you tried this? Have yes. you tried that? Or he didn't say, no, you're ADD. He said, hey, wh why don't you try handling it this way? Well, you he know? did say I had ADD <laughs> because, you know, I, I always wanted to get rich quicker. He says, calm down. Okay. That's, so that's emotional intelligence. Those who want to get rich quick generally get rich poor, poor. faster. You gotta control that, you know, that excitement about getting rich. Because mm -hmm. I've done that, you know, I've gotten so excited. I'm gonna, I'm gonna bet the ranch on this one, you know. I lose everything. So that's why games are the best teachers, much better than a boring old school teacher. You know, I remember I won't mention her name. Oh goodness! But she always told me I was an idiot. But there's four intelligences, and the games engage all four intelligence: your mental intelligence emotional intelligence, your physical intelligence, and your spiritual intelligence. Think of it this way. If you wanted to be Tiger Woods, but the teacher said you can't use a golf club, you would never learn. Mm -hmm. I tell you about golf too. You want to be a great mm -hmm. golfer? People think you have to drive the ball far. That's not true. To be a great golfer, can you putt 10 feet? Mm -hmm. In other words, if you went on to the golf course, and just stood and pet. If you were an expert at putting for 10 feet, you'd win most golf tournaments. <laughs> so you don't have to be what they call a long ball hitter or you know, the big gun and all the big stick. So the great thing about Monopoly and the cash flow game is you find out your game. Mm -hmm. you know? And you'll find out what your genius is. Yeah. And the more you make mistakes, the smarter you get. The more you teach other people, you know, give and you shall receive, the smarter you get. But most people are spiritually constipated. Well, if I get an A, then you have, you, exactly. I, I can't get an A, so you have to get an F. Mm -hmm. And that's why our schools teach more people to be stupid than to be geniuses. Yeah. And so for anyone who's been labeled, don't, don't let that define you because we, there's other educational resources where teach you that these labels don't define you oh. or diminish you. Especially when you're so young. Yeah. It's like, it closes you to, to just this one little box and makes you feel like you're inferior. And that's why people maybe don't have jobs because they don't think they're capable of it when it's really not the or case. Or what if they make a mistake? Mm -hmm. Or what if they ask for help? That's called cheating. Yeah. But the biggest thing, there's this new book out called um, Late Bloomers. And it talks about how you really don't get really smart until you're past 47. And that really fits for me because I didn't really get smart until... I was 50. Until then, I was stupid. <laughs> I was having a good time, you know, I was making a lot of mistakes and yeah. just having a great time. But, you know, that's how we learn. You know, if you have fun playing golf, you have a better chance of learning. Mm -hmm. But if you get punished every time you make a bad putt or a bad drive, you stop playing golf. Yeah. And so your genius as a golfer never comes out. So one of the keys to finding your genius is have fun. Make sure it's legal, ethical, and moral. You know what I mean? I mean, it helps, you know. You don't want to go, I don't want to go to jail and become somebody's boyfriend. You know what I mean? You know, stuff like that. So legal, ethical, moral. Always. Right? Yeah, and make tons of mistakes along the way too. That's right. So you make your mistakes in the game, and the more mistakes you make, mm -hmm. the smarter you get. But that's how schools teach kids to be stupid instead mm -hmm. of finding their genius. Yeah. 
So don't worry, millennials. Just remember to find your game. And we'll see you for the next episode. And have fun learning. And have fun. That's what it's all about. It's yeah. not just this little cubicle where you have to learn. Like I give her father so much grief because <laughs> your father's a soccer player, yeah. right? And I'm a rugby player. And soccer is a different game than rugby. Mm -hmm. In soccer, I can't hit anybody. But the rules of rugby, the more people I hit, the more <laughs> successful I become. It's so, about finding your game. That's right. If you love soccer, talk to her father. You love rugby, <laughs> talk to me. Okay, but it's, I love business. I love real estate. Mm -hmm. I love gold. I love silver. And I love becoming an entrepreneur. It's my game. Yeah. So whatever your game is, for you may be an employee. Maybe for you may be a great person working for the government, heaven forbid. But the government needs good employees too. But just find your game. So that's it for today. And if you liked this content, make sure to subscribe and hit the little notification bell if you want to be part of our next premiere and have a live chat with us. Thank you guys so much for watching and we'll see you soon. Ciao. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.